What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we love to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And this week on the Marvel Movie Marathon, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok. We are rounding out the Thor trilogy. There is no other Thor movies ever. It's Thor, Thor the Dark World, and Thor Ragnarok. That's it. That's what I remember, right? Right. That, that's it, all I remember. Great. Well, if they were to make a fourth one, I think it'd be cool. Breaking yeah. down Thor's character right, and like, maybe his relationship with uh, with his girlfriend and, you know, kind of developing that. And dude, that would be good. Yeah. Maybe if they brought back Mjolnir. Dude, what if what if we casted, like, a big-time actor to play the villain? All right. That one? Don't call me crazy here, but okay. Christian Bale. I love What the do you think? Guy. Which villain would he play? Dude, the machinist was so good. Gore, maybe oh. one of the coolest Thor villains ever. The God Butcher. The God Butcher. That'd be a great. They probably have to do rated R though with that movie. Taika would, 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 right. would nail it. Taika would hit it out of the park with that. There man. would be no yeah. goat jokes at all. That would be an epic movie. That would happen in the future. But now, gentlemen, we're here to talk about, as we've said, Thor Ragnarok in the Marvel Movie Marathon. We are edging ever so closer to Infinity War, the end game. We've got a couple movies left, and this one you know, almost pretty much puts us right there during those events. And we're definitely going to talk about that and all of the things that make up this film, as well as a very, you know, 90 degree, maybe even 180 degree turn to Thor's character and almost pretty much everyone else's. There's a lot to talk about this movie as Thor gets taken in a very new direction by Taika Waititi and company from Marvel. They needed a revamp. This was the film. And in 2017, people ate this up Mm -hmm. this was the stuff it ended off marvel in 2017 it made a heck of a ton of money and in many people's eyes thor was back Mm -hmm. but guys we are six years removed now from thor ragnarok and one love and thunder away too yeah you know that movie we were all joking about it did come out and it wasn't very good unfortunately so how does this movie feel now to us that's what we're going to talk about and i'm very interested i know i certainly have quite a bit to say going forward but before we do again i want to say two things i want to again appreciate like i want to throw it your way just again for getting us over 500 subscribers we are now at i believe 519 you guys keep subscribing you guys keep watching thank you There is an epic video that I believe as of this recording, it'll be a couple days now that it'll be out when this posts. There's an epic video detailing the future of this podcast. What's next for this podcast? Go check that video out. It's two minutes long. And there is a little question we pose to you guys on where we're taking our podcasts in the future. So go check that out. It's a great video. And I would say go comment on that video let us know what you'd like us to do in the future but for now in the present we're here to talk about thor ragnarok so gentlemen let's open our sling rings and head over to the marvel cinematic universe it's too strong without my hammer i can't are you thor the god of hammers that hammer was to help you control your power, to focus it. It's never your source of strength. It's too late. She's already taken Asgard. Asgard is not a place. Never was. 
This could be Asgard. Asgard is where our people stand. Those people need your help. I'm not as strong as you. No. You're stronger. Thor is imprisoned on the planet Sakaar, where he must fight the Hulk in a gladiatorial contest. He escapes and teams up with his brother Loki and the Valkyrie to return to Asgard to stop his long-lost sister Hela from destroying the whole place. And that is your plot summary. Very smooth, very simple for Thor Ragnarok. This is a movie gentlemen about many things including a couple friends from work yes. and i i was remiss at the start of this podcast because i did not introduce my own friends from work meaning number one first and foremost on the marvel movie marathon is mr ethan westlove ethan how you doing i'm doing great boys i'm very excited to be here talking about thor ragnarok and we talked about it in the opening about thor love and thunder the second taika with td film all i'm saying is if if we watch Thor Love and Thunder again, we're going to have to do get help because we're going to need help to get, <laughs> get through help. that movie, oh, okay? Man. 100%. 100%. <laughs> One person who does not really need a lot of help is oh. Mr. Micah Head. Micah, how are you doing? I, I am uh, doing well. As, as you would say, uh, life finds a way. Finds a way. Nice. And life sure is finding a way today. I am doing great today. You got to find a way to implement the Jeff Goldblum because he is, I think, one of the highlights of, of Thor Ragnarok. And I, of course, am your co-host, Ben Rayside, on the Marvel Movie Marathon, talking Thor Ragnarok with you guys this week. Guys, there's a, there's gentlemen, there's a lot to talk about mm -hmm. when it comes to Thor Ragnarok. A complete, as I said at the beginning, kind of a 180 shift Full pivot, yeah. on Thor's character. But... Before we get into his character, which is a big part of this movie, I want to know your guys' relationship. Were you, like everyone else, were you hot on Thor Ragnarok when it came out? I'll shoot this one to Ethan first. What do you think about oh, Thor? Oh, yeah, I was hot on this. This was like, this was the definitive Thor film for me. Like, yeah, I, I, I watched that first Thor film. That was on Netflix. Binged that over and over and over. Thor the Dark World, I didn't watch too many times. But this one, this one I love to death. It's got Hulk in there. It's got Chris Hemsworth doing his his uh, improv. You know, it's just a very fun movie. And my, I, I did see this one in theaters. And my relationship with this one is every time I've rewatched it, I have liked it more and more. But this most recent, I, I got thoughts on my most recent rewatch re of Thor Ragnarok. Because up until this point, I would say, hands down, this is the best Thor film. Mm -hmm. Up until this point, I would say that. But I don't know, guys. I do not know if I can confidently sit here and say that. And yes, if I were to go back two years and look at myself where I am now, I'd be like, Ethan, you are an idiot. This is easily the best Thor film. But now, whoa, far removed from Love and where we are. It's Love and Thunders <laughs> come out. Uh, we got to do the marathon. We really enjoyed that first Thor film. I'm ready to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Is is this the best Thor movie? That's okay, the, okay. We'll that's the question I'm going to so, be tackling today. So you ate this movie up oh, when it, it came up. out. Yeah. Micah, did you do and the same? It, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I didn't watch this in theaters. Uh, I was a Netflix boy. I watched this on Netflix when it came out. Um, I believe, yeah, I totally watched this after Infinity War. So I had no idea what was going on on the ship at the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cold, cold open. That was cool how they uh, just kind of throw you in there. Um, 
Sure. Amazing, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea what was going on. I watched it uh, just like with Guardians 2 after... Um, after I watched Infinity War, I watched Guardians 2, I watched Black Panther, I watched Ragnarok. I really jumped back on the train after Infinity War came out. So this was kind of... Uh, this was a different experience for me this time watching because I never had the initial hype of this movie. I remember even coming off of it the first time, I was kind of like, yeah, it was okay. It was Marvel movie. I mean, but I had Infinity War under my belt. I mm. had mm. Guardians 2 under my belt, like fresh off. And going to Ragnarok, I was like, okay, yeah, it's just a, a comedy movie. Uh, but I wasn't too fond of the story. It was just kind of bland. The script is very... You can tell that a lot of it is improv because there isn't much structure, but we'll get into that. We'll get mm -hmm. into that. It's funny. It's a funny movie. It's definitely a funny... Humor is definitely one of the main elements of this movie, for better or worse. Mm -hmm. That's something we're definitely going to talk about. I also, you know, like you got... I guess not really Micah, but I, I was... I loved this movie when it came out. There was one, a... a small part of me that left the theater feeling that many moments were undercut by a joke humor mm -hmm. the mcu humor that we've grown so accustomed to for better or worse over the past few years um and but a lot i didn't really think about that because of how much fun i had mm -hmm. at the movies in 2017 with thor ragnarok i i dude i had a great time mm -hmm. this was a good movie to watch as as well as the world building and character building for the mcu i think is on full display loki hulk thor there are some nice little payoffs for longtime MCU fans, the there's Doctor a nice Strange little Strange in there. Doctor yeah. Strange with which, his cleaning gloves. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I like, wash some dishes. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch was introduced into the MCU a year before this movie came, and it's like he was always there. I know. Oh, it's, it's so seamless. Yeah. I love even today. Like you see him just appearing in No Way Home, and it's just he's he's just that guy. It just feels right to have him a part of stories like this. You expect him to be. He's like. I like to I say he was, in more that stuff. he was, I mean, he's in a lot, man. He really is in a lot. Between him and Wong, I'm pretty sure there's not one MCU project that, like, one of them doesn't show up in. Miss Marvel. But, yeah, the good ones. But, um, Moon Knight. I, I just, like I said, good ones. <laughs> but, but um, anyway, that aside, I just, it has some great MCU moments, but on my most recent watch, uh -oh. I'm, I'm with you, Ethan. I don't Ooh. know if I can sit I here. I hate this, man. Yeah. I, I just, we have gone through every single Marvel film that's ever been put to theaters up until now. This is number 47. We've been through 47 Marvel films now, and three of them have been Thor films. Back to back. I also don't know if I can say that this is the best Isn't Thor Isn't that movie. weird? That's weird. That's it's weird. So, I yeah. remember when this was coming out, everyone was like, this is a 90% movie. This is like a, th this is one of the greatest Marvel movies ever. And I was surprised when, uh, I wonder if I have, have the list here, but Phase Zero just did a, uh, not too long ago, they did a ranking of everything. And um, Ragnarok didn't even make the top like five. Hmm. And people were, I, I remember this was like second place, third place before Infinity War, though, hmm. when it came out. And now people just aren't as hype about this movie. I would say a lot of that has to do with Love and Thunder. Mm. 
Love and Thunder, I feel, and I we're not going to get so into it. We already have our thoughts on, you can check out that podcast on the channel a couple of years. If, no, it was a year ago, but I think Love and Thunder has made us realize a lot of the tropes. Yeah. And also, I think, I mean, we were, we really liked that first Thor movie, guys. We did. Like, and I was, that that was one of the most surprising yeah. watches for me. Like, yeah. how much we enjoyed that first Thor film. And that's, like, I don't want to be dunking on Ragnarok because that's not what we're doing. We're just saying it's not as clean cut as we thought that this is the top one. This is character development for us in our relationship with this movie. And cinema. And cinema, general. honestly. Like, the older you get, what do you appreciate in film? This you know, like, movie is uh, closer to, uh, in, in time, to when Martin Scorsese says his famous line of Marvel movies are the amusement parks of the theater. And this is very much clear evidence of that. Uh, with an amusement park, you ride a couple rides, you're you're having a blast these first few times, but you can't really dissect it like you can an art movie. You can't really go back to it and think, oh, yeah, this is just as good as the first time mm -hmm. I watched it every yeah. single time because it doesn't go stale. There are movies that don't go stale, and unfortunately, comedies are just some comedies, not all comedies, uh, don't fall to towards that trope. Right. I want to say, though, that like, I don't, I very much disagree with, uh, what's his name? Scorsese. Scorsese. What's his name? I very much disagree that one with guy. Scorsese's comments about the Marvel films, but if you want to take what he says and apply it to the MCU, this one might fit his bill. It would. I don't know if I would say that. And I would also like to make something clear right off the bat. I I really like this movie. Right. Yeah. I really like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it's not like, a bad movie. I'm not here to diss on it. All I have said is I don't know if it's the best. Right. When before, I think you could right. confidently say it. I really like a lot of things in this movie. Mm -hmm. But, Ethan, it's not, it looks like you're about to say something. Otherwise, I say no, we go into go, Thor's Go for it. I say we go into Thor's character. How do we feel about the shift? We've had many Avengers movies, Thor movies, with him as a more serious tone character and right off the gate, I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, Thor's in a cage. Oh, yeah. The Thor you know, we know and love has gone to Valhalla. This is a different but character. Here's the thing. that The Thor that was before this, yeah, he was good in the first Thor movie, but since then, they ain't done nothing really su substantial Nobody's with him. Nobody's really taken and ran with him. And that's what I love so much about the first two Thor movies was he was so unique he was he had these little character tropes, kind of like what Drax does. But then Drax kind of took all the cool things that Thor does and made it his own character. Further explain what you're saying. It, where there will be jokes that go over his head because he has no, he's so far removed right, from right. Earth. Okay. And now it's like you can't have two Drax. Mm -hmm. So now it's just all right. We got to change his character completely. And I think it was the right move, and in, in the long run, just because there is Drax. But still, this isn't the Thor. This isn't the Thor from the previous movies. And it's sad to see, because I was a big Thor fan uh, in our watch through. I loved Thor, mm -hmm. the first movie. D the Dark World, I think that they did some good things with the Thor character. Um, and now it's just, and it, it makes me feel like I, sh I didn't even have to watch those movies in some ways. Well, just, I don't, I mean, I disagree with that because his, his journey's still there and you get the culmination in. It's like in, a new Spider-Man. Okay. I'll say that. Mm. It's it's Thor, 
but it's a completely different mm. take. So what do you say to the people who will tell you that, oh, well, he spent many years with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. His, him as a person is totally likely to change because now Earth and joking and all these characters will rub off on him and he's not on Asgard always where everyone's mm-hmm. serious. Are we to assume that they've been together off screen a lot? Like I think in the movies they've only maybe been together a month or two. Like, in the films, they've been yeah. they've been a team for three years. For three years, yeah, but they haven't. Have they like lived in the same if house? If you plug the great movie Thor: Love and Thunder, you will see that Thor <laughs> revisits Earth, yeah, quite a bit. But I just want to roll off what you're kind of hitting at is, I think Thor right now still very much where I love him. I like this direction. It's a little different. It is. He's a little more goofy. I think he's not as serious as he wants to be. But in this movie, I still think. When they need him to be right, yeah, he's right, and that rolls directly into Infi- Infinity War because his character in Infinity War is the guy. Perfect. That is Thor in yes. Infinity War. Without so getting too into it, I, think, I agree. Right. When we start getting into, because I got some takes about Thor in Endgame. That's where that's where I'll start to come out. Plays Fortnite. But, yeah, plays Fortnite with uh, Korg and Meek. But as of right now, I. I don't think they've ruined it. Yeah, it's different. It's different from what Thor was. What do you got to do, Micah? Micah's getting out of his chair. He's, he's getting out of he's his chair. Little, he's going to go get some help. <laughs> right now. I forgot. I've got he's Korg gra- and Meat. He's grabbing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How All can right. I forget the one Avengers Lego set I have? <laughs> there we go. Amazing. Brothers fell over. Okay. Without wrecking the display. All right. Perfectly. Nicely done, Micah. Thank you. Nicely Thank you. done. Hopefully our camera doesn't go down this week. <laughs> Yeah, right. All right, I'm back. <laughs> so anyway, Thor, Thor's you just, character. You just mentioned yeah. the best characters in this movie, so I had to, <laughs> I had to get my Legos. Yeah, it was weird seeing Korg in a context where he was enjoyable and funny. Because I, because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to not spoiler alert talk yeah. about Love and Thunder as much as I have been. Yeah, sounds like you really love that thunder. I love that thunder. But I agree, Ethan. Thor is a character like. Straight up, he when they need him to be right, there are definitely yes. moments in this movie where he can he pulls off being serious, he pulls off being jokey. I the the, the balance is mostly like eighty five percent good. I yes. would say, and I I took notes, guys. Let's zoom in on that on the camera, guys. You see this note? So I tried taking notes. I took I wrote one line down, but the opening line says "son of a bee." You remember you remember when he says that? Mm-hmm. Thor, son of Odin. You know, and then he, yeah, and that that that's I remember what I was trying to write, Micah, but that is what changed the character of Thor. Uh, that opening scene, that opening line, that's I when agree. you're like, okay, this guy's gonna be different yep. right away. He's making quips. I didn't I didn't hate it at the time. I don't know if I really hate it now. I think a lot of Thor's jokes in this movie, it's very. Uh, Pretty good. Yeah. The first scene I feel didn't land for me, but a lot of the ev- everything after pretty much right, like pretty much hit pretty consistently. I think this, yeah, this movie has some really great sequences, good humor. I think it's super fun. I, yeah. Like, uh, Hemsworth and Ruffalo just talking. Yeah, that killed me. Yeah. I loved all that stuff. That mm-hmm. was great. I didn't like the uh, the like apartment scene with Hulk and Thor as much. Uh, I thought that 
All right, we're finally here. All right, hold on. We're here. Let, let me let me intro this for my because for years <laughs> on this podcast, and I legit mean this. Micah has talked about the infamous Hulk voice in Thor Ragnarok, and Micah, the time has come for you to share dish it out your this unfiltered is... thoughts. Oh, blankety blank, on the blank Hulk blank. voice. This is the first movie where they don't have or where they have. A, a large portion of Hulk's dialogue is Mark Ruffalo just vocated down. And it sounds so digitized and awful. And once you once you pick up on it, you can't turn it back off. It's just constantly, oh, that's it's not a person. It's not Lou Ferrino anymore. It's just some it's just Mark Ruffalo with uh, a TikTok voice scaler down. And it mm. it doesn't sound good. It sounds so bad, and that ruins Hulk's whole mm. uh, dialoguing character for me. It's that's another thing. That's not Hulk. Why is Hulk calm? Why is Hulk like not hulking all the time? Why is he not running and jumping and smashing things all the time? He's laying down and he's calm, but he's not Bruce. Why? Okay, I, we get how we get a little bit of an explanation where he's like trapped in the back and something with Sakar and. I can see how because time passes differently in Sakar, he has a way longer cooldown. So every time he gets amped up, it would be the same ratio. But still, I, I don't like Hulk in this movie. Mm. What I like really? in this, yeah. What I like in this movie though is this has what I'm assuming is a solid screenplay. They knew exactly what beats they wanted to hit in this movie. They knew exactly what frames. There's a lot of frames that are super sick. Yeah. In this, there are uh, action sequences that are very well choreographed. Whenever Hela is, um, her whole costume thing is sick. Her swords are cool. When she holds Mjolnir and just breaks it, uh, but you think I didn't know how to do that or whatever. So cool. The scenes where um, Odin is dying on the cliffside. Oh. There's the, oh, um, the, what's the rainbow bridge called? I don't remember. The Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge, where you meet your dead dogs <laughs> the in The Rainbow heaven. Bridge. Yeah, that one. <laughs> All the scenes of Asgard far out are sick. Um, I love it. I love how this movie looks. I'm, okay, so... Sakaar looks sick. I'm gonna, You're I'm gonna, gonna go back push back on that one, actually. Really? Because I, I think there's a lot in this movie that does look good. I think... There are some, there is some really dodgy CGI mm -hmm. that I really noticed this time, and actually, like CGI usually doesn't get me, but this time for some reason I just was not a fan. The Asgard stuff, right? Oh yeah, Asgard does yeah. not. You can just tell that Nothing. that is not an army Nothing. right there. The 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 CGI skeleton army actually made me the most mad, oddly enough, because. She is resurrecting what should be a very imposing, intimidating, and cool-looking army, and mm -hmm. I don't give a crap about mm. any of it. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is just a disposable and CGI army. It is. I can't get invested in any of it. Even though the cool designs, that's fine, but... Even when Hella destroys the Asgardian army, you like, there's no weight to that right. at all, because... You, so in the first Thor, they do such a good job at building Asgard. And the beauty of Asgard yes. and the the just the lore of it is so nice. And not that that's not here, but it's just so CG. It's like 
people complain about the volume a lot in Disney Plus in Disney Plus shows. This felt very volume esque yes. to me. It felt green screen green. You knew they weren't actually there. They weren't actually fighting. And that's not it'll be interesting to see how we feel when we hit Infinity War and Endgame. Because if I'm feeling this now, I wonder how I feel then. But it's just so evident that Hela is beating a fake weightless yeah. army. If only Thor had some mighty men to be on his side mm. like, that they didn't kill off in two seconds. Two? That's another that they Warriors really three. They really get Three rid seconds. of the dead weight in this movie, for better or worse. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that I was attached to the Warriors 3. But they could have made us attached in this movie. They had ample time. I they agree. killed my boy Shazam. But like, Just like that. Straight up, man. Yeah. And Billy the God Butcher and in this. Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Ray, may he rest in peace. Like, mm. just straight up. I forgot gone. he was in that, too. He's Volstagg, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, our boy, who we actually was... I liked his character in uh, the first one. He gets a little bit of screen time, but in this, they're just done. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't do that to Heimdall, even though he is much more of a sidelined character. They had to, though. They the, had to sideline those characters. The Heimdall stuff, though. The little bit we get, yeah. he he's just... He's so That's good at That's what I'm that. talking he's about. That's the screenplay. He's so good, yeah. Oh, and man, I loved his just... He's very Moses-esque. Yes. You know? Yes, very he is. fluid yeah. in his sword movements. That great sword movement is so good. We haven't seen something like that yes. in Marvel. Agreed. And now I want to go back to Hulk. Mm. You made some pretty serious accusations against the character of the Hulk in this movie. I don't... I, I don't know if I've ever had an issue with his voice. Maybe you, you've picked up on, what did you say? It's digitized? It's digitized. It's not some guy with a deep voice. It's Mark Ruffalo that they just turned the pitch down. I So I only noticed that because there has been 30 movie buildup of you trashing on it to where like I was hypersensitive. All right, I'm going to pay attention to Hulk's voice. That's just something that and I noticed to me, the first it, time. It sounds very similar to how he sounds when he's like puny God. Right. Very similar. I think Almost it's just the same more, to me. It's more of a, a a cinema sin to me because he talks so much more in this movie. He does. So I, I get to hear it more often. And it I just don't like it. I never have. I you were saying when you he has like Hulk, one or three lines when he has like five lines in a whole movie in Avengers. I think that's one different. of the coolest parts about this movie, though, is that we get that meat of Hulk that we've never gotten before. That was your complaint. I've seen a lot of meat in Hulk. Yeah, we, there's we, actually that's definitely too true. much. Hey. We see a couple of cheeks of Hulk. That's Ooh. true. Couldn't but be better. I I like yeah. Hulk in this movie. I do. I think it's I really too. fun. Yes. It's very different from how we've seen Hulk before. I like the way because you're saying Hulk's a big rage monster in all the other movies. This time he's had time to sit, be Hulk. He is probably, I don't know, eight years, eight years old as the Hulk. So we get to see an eight-year-old Hulk stomp, stomping around. That's why he's a little different, you know, and he, he he's stuck in that form. He gets to really be the Hulk. I think that's cool. And I also like how when Mark Ruffalo comes out, the interplay that we talked about between him and Chris Hemsworth, like, holy crap. I can't wear this. This is Tony suit. <laughs> Sun's going down. Sun's getting real low. That's all that is really good. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That, like, like, cheesy smile. And he's like, <laughs> that's so good. And then, then when he's like, what? John, you love this planet. What's going on? He's like, maybe the fact that I'm on an alien planet designed to stress me out is making me feel a little weird. Like, And it's like veins are popping out. Like, he, they are both very good comedically. We haven't seen it yet. And 
sure, maybe we, as a part of their character, it's a little, it's another character step to mm-hmm. grow with those two. But I, I don't. But is it a I good time it. to watch? A- absolutely, it's to watch. it is. Yeah. It's really good. I really like when Mark Ruffalo plays uh, Bruce Banner in this. I like uh, their their little Bruce Banters back mm. and forth mm. are are very good. His Duran Duran shirt. He's he's always yes. picking at his crotch, trying to get the the underwear out, and he's like, "Oh man, this is tight." Tony's got some tight pants. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really good, and that's what I'm saying. Like this movie just fits like a glove into the MCU, like when, a gauntlet. When yeah, a better pull. When Hulk is just throwing Thor around, and Loki stands up. That's how it feels. Like that. that that's oh, a great come scene. On. That's so good. Oh, so, I remember sitting in the theater first time watching that scene, and I even I stood up and I was like. No freaking You stood way. up. Oh, absolutely. The Be- because of that moment, because only I and my brother were really in tune and noticed. I was the only Elite a- fan in the theater, guys. I was the only real one. I'm not ashamed to plug it either, guys. Like, shameless plug. I I loved... It might be one of the best moments in the movie if you're a longtime fan of the MCU. It's so good. It is. And he doesn't yeah. just like it. He just it throws Same him shot, around. too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Loki, guys, Loki's in this movie, oh. though. Like, Loki's good. Come on, Loki's He's good. So good. This is a Loki we love. Oh, this is when, here. like, we've yeah. enjoyed Loki before, but this is where he gets the most meat. And this, the, I'm confident this, the love he got from this specific movie is why that we have a Loki show today. Have I told you guys about my cousin? Your cousin's name my is Loki. Cousin, no, no, no. My cousin's name is Taylor. Okay. But uh she was part of this crowd. Um I don't know if you guys know about the the Hulakians. And uh Loki is also part of that group. Loki okay. The Hulakian Doctor Loki. Who yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um she had this obsession along with a lot of people that I knew. Uh but she was the closest to me where they were just obsessed with Loki. Do you guys see why? I mean, we are three movies yeah. in. Like, no, 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 like, like obsessed with Loki. Well, I've never been particularly obsessed with any celebrity mm. ever. No, no, not celebrity. Not, not the character. The, oh, character. the character of Loki. Loki. Yeah. Oh, I can absolutely being understand being obsessed with there's the a character. Bad, there's a bad boy appeal to Loki. You okay. Know? Yeah. But, okay. The, but his acting, the way he acts, like I do like how he holds when, himself when they go into. When they go into that room and say like I, I brought you a surprise and and he just sits there surprise the way he carries himself <laughs> yes yes I love the recurring real. joke of he has to throw something at him to make sure he's real yeah but there's also this second movie in a row where they do the same thing where if you really cared you'd be here yeah yeah same thing oh, great pull I didn't even pick up on that that right after each other but. I mean, Loki's had that whole, that's his shtick, almost. Yeah. Come on, you didn't think I'd actually come and visit you, you know? Loki, yeah, right. Loki, great. Another great character. Come on. We got Oh, did or, you want to say something else about Loki? No, just, I just, I love the, it, the shot of him at the end, you know, when uh, he picks him up off the yes. Rainbow Bridge, you know, rescues Asgard. That, that's good stuff. And I love that. He he gets the throne for a little bit. Loki does, and uh, 
that the play the play sequence is great that's such oh, a good on. that's so fun dude matt damon and um <laughs> like that is genuinely like what's his name so yeah. funny yes and the fact that matt damon is playing loki is so good chris uh chris hemsworth brother that's who yeah. is uh is playing thor and then sam neil from jurassic park fame comes out and plays uh yeah the only jurassic Odin. park uh person that's in this movie yeah. right no we, no we guys we definitely need to talk about the grandmaster come on <laughs> jeff goldblum the grandmaster in a few scenes but I, I like in most movies i think he steals the show His second appearance in the mcu he's in the the uh, guardians of the galaxy volume two credits that's a little that's plot. Right. I, I felt that's cool right. for noticing yep, that. Yep, yep. Actually, Definitely. that would be his, uh, th this would be his third credit because Team, what's his name? Team Daryl? Team. That's after this, though. No, 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 that was promo. That came out before, didn't it? No. I'm pretty sure it came out afterwards a... because it was after his fall from yeah. grace on Sakaar. That's true. That's true. I, I think, this if I have my timeline there. right. Well, it's a great video, though. It was great in that, too. And I think that. If you want, if you want to skip this movie and just watch Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum, watch the Team Daryl thing. Oh, man, it is so hilarious, yes, man. It's good. I watched all three of those uh, back to back: the Team Thor, Team Thor Part Two, and Team Daryl. <laughs> it's so it's you can, so good. You can find those all on YouTube. If you haven't seen them and you're a fan of the Marvel movies, you got to go and watch. My them. favorite line. Uh, that Jeff Goldblum says in the movie is uh, when someone does some minor offense towards him and his assistant hands him the stick and he's like, why are you handing me the stick? He just did this. It's, it's not a, right. I'm not going to melt him for this. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, not a melting offense. Come on. Yeah, doing? and he's just, he's, Jeff Goldblum's one of those guys you just listen to talk. Oh, yeah. And it's just so good. I feel like in person, man, I would, I would hate to be around him, but in a movie... <laughs> Oh, no way. I, I love this guy. I would love to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with Jeff Goldblum. I wouldn't just I wouldn't be able to handle his energy in a per, like in, in person, but listening to him like if it was a comedy show or something, I could do that. That one scene where he's talking and there's a, they have the hunter behind him and he's like, "Oh, I, I just I just love it when you come and visit." Like, you know, what, what do I always say when hunt, when the hunter comes around here? Like, she's always the trash. <laughs> Were you just waiting to say that? Like, wait, 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 what? No. no. I wasn't even going to say anything close. To, uh, the best. I was <laughs> going to say the best. The way that he can deliver, I mean, much better than I can, is is very good. And he's a very... If you're going for comedy, which this movie was, Jeff Goldblum fits the mold perfectly as the Grandmaster. Saves the movie for me. So, what? Saves the movie for me. That's a bold take. This takes what? it from a, from a 2.1 to an, I don't know. All right. You're I'm just kidding. He really amplifies this movie. I love uh, yes. when Loki is uh, just discovers that Thor is in the same place at Sakaar with him. And he's like, what are you doing? Here? What? I've been, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. And mm. and then they're like whispering to each other. And then the Grandmaster's like, why are we whispering? This is so, <laughs> it's just, so And he's standing <laughs> right, right there. It's literally piano. like a foot away. That That's a good shot. Yeah. Right. I love to whisper. Right? And, <laughs> I, I have heard a statistic. I don't know if you maybe you can back me up on this. 80% of this movie's dialogue was improvised. Basically. Pretty much like eight. Like that's a lot. It it a lot. Bare including the friend from work line i can't which is a make that. a wish kid can you believe that mm. yes yes cool. yes indeed which is very yeah, yeah taika waititi said 80 percent, probably 80 percent. that's 
That's a, a lot. That's a crazy. That's the like Iron amount. Man. And it, it works for a lot of this movie. But the improv stuff doesn't work. It comes to the villain, Hella. Oh, what do we yeah. think about Hella? We got to talk about her. One of the weaker, definitely, definitely yeah. one of the weaker MCU. She's villains. definitely one of those villains that's just there to she, have a couple really cool looking scenes, but really you don't fear her at all because and, you know yeah. that Surtur uh, is there looming uh, and can defeat well, like <laughs> Mister Krabs. Asgard's destroyed. It is Clancy Brown. And that's huge. But like Thor and Loki are not there to suffer through that with the Asgardian mm. people. Like this is a very different movie if Thor and Loki are trapped on Asgard while all of this is happening yep. and going down. But the movie that we get, which is also super fun, they're trapped on Sakaar, a completely different place. And I don't think I don't think those two mesh ever because whenever it does once with Heimdall I love that scene Heimdall's great Heimdall when he gives Thor his eyes I love that scene that is a glimpse of a different movie that we could have gotten that would be so much more serious in tone that would have really amplified the Thor character and shown him as a leader but doesn't we don't have that but no whenever it it because I love the Sakaar stuff and but I think the idea of what's happening on a uh, Asgard is really good but whenever you cut from uh, the Sakaar fun shenanigans improv stuff and you go to uh, what what is, what is the what's Butcher's name in this movie um, Billy Butcher I don't know <laughs> Billy oh you're talking about the executioner the, uh, yes uh, the yeah. executioner Scourge Scourge, Scourge. whenever you Tasia cut face. whenever you cut from him was... and Kate Blanchett like hella whenever it cuts from the fun stuff to that. I'm always like, oh, I kind of don't, I don't care about I, this yep. side of it, which sucks because I should care that Asgard is getting taken over and destroyed. But the movie doesn't make me care in that way. Every Not time once. I expected Scourge to say his name was Laserface. Even even when they go and actually destroy Asgard, it's played off as a joke. Yeah, it's I think one of the biggest offenses because that I mean I know the whole mantra and theme is Asgard's not a place it's a people but this is a this is a place that we've grown that was with very for, very cool I mean, and yeah we could have lived like, without Hulk jumping towards Surtur and like even even uh so Thor the Dark World gets a lot of hate but even when the the Dark Elves go and invade Asgard there is more weight oh to just yes. Frigga getting killed oh yeah than there is to the entire planet getting destroyed you know what I'm saying? That's so weird, but that's just down to execution. And I'm not saying that. What are you on Snapchat? No, uh, be real. Oh, it's a be real. Yeah. Be real. We're good. We're good. But I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Like, oh, those foundations are gone. Looks like we won't be able to rebuild Asgard. All right. Uh, okay. I love okay. that. I love that. <laughs> I I just. As that that being a joke, we can rebuild. We can have a sanctuary for everyone in the galaxy. But imagine that scene with flashes of old Asgard and what that meant to Thor and Loki and the Asgardians, and having it be a much more serious tone. I feel like it would have worked better. But like you're you get, in a comedy, yeah, so you get his his monologue in Infinity War mm. about everything he's been through. This is like the most tragic character in the MCU. And this is the direction that they take him on. And yeah, yeah it's, it's super funny that this is stuff that's coming up now. 
years and years removed from actually loving this film. Yeah. But it's a big sin. I, but I think what is not one of the big sins in this is we, we kind of touched on him a little bit is uh, Scourge, the executioner. Minor character, but I just want to shout him out because I think he is a bright spot mm. in this movie. Yeah. I actually do like his characters. Pick these up on a place called Texas. Des and Troy. Love that joke. Put them together. Go destroy. They destroy. And I love his last stand, which is taken straight out of the comics of him with two guns taking down the whole army. It's the best point in the movie with the army, I and think. He, he dies, yeah. You know, it's and like sacrifice himself. Sacrifice, yeah. Yes. Okay. Behold. I, I do like Carl. All right. Carl Urban. Behold. <laughs> My stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good meme also. This is... Th there are a lot of memes in this. A lot of... I've never met this man in my life. Great meme. Yep. I know. But he can. Another you, good you meme. You get the great, the, the Thor, the Thor squint. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Who else do we need to talk about? I think we have not mentioned Valkyrie yet. Ooh. Tessa Thompson. Mm -hmm. Yes. Who apparently is, is a, would, would you guys have gotten that she is, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Oh, 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 Ethan. That's something we all want to talk about. You you brought up right when Valkyrie was being introduced in this movie. Uh huh. Uh, you brought up that she was in a list. Uh, that entrance was in a list of top. Oh, entrances. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I I said that as a joke. Oh, you did? So, yes. Oh. Like someone put that in their list. Oh, as a joke? As, no, they were dead serious in their list. Yeah. But when I said it, I was like, "That that's whack that they did that. But I agree. Yeah. I find it funny that she is a Valkyrie, but she never gets a name, does she? She just is called Valkyrie Ooh. going forward. I think the credits have her listed as yeah. Valkyrie. Good, Valkyrie. Good, good, yeah. Like, she's just like, that's like us, instead of giving Thor a name, we just call him Asgardian. Huh. You're Asgardian now. Never you know? even thought about that. It's, it's interesting. I noticed that this time. But I think I think what she brings to the movie and the lore... Like I said, I think her character would be much better in that Asgard story that we we're getting, you know, where the Valkyrie were slain by Hela. You know, I think there there are two sides of this movie that fight each other. And that's the Asgard getting destroyed. And then that's the Sakarian story mm -hmm. where I think they they don't really mesh as well as I thought they did. Yep, I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a problem. It is. What could have been like pick a color like thor says i don't know i this time this time guys seriously this one was an eye-opening one and i don't why was tessa uh, not tessa why was valkyrie and hulk in a relationship they're not they're friends they're yeah. friends yeah, yeah they're, they're friends from work that's another thing very heavily implied i want to also i want to also say that i don't really care for the character of valkyrie i, I even even now after endgame I like after her. i think she's cool after I think the Love weight and she has and connor, connor is that a fat joke no, like the <laughs> the weight she has i don't i don't know she, she lift just weights she just doesn't really do it for me we haven't talked about Korg though. Yeah, we I was gonna say about he does do it for Taika. me. Yes. He's a very uh, Korg is good. Yeah, he's a rock art individual. That to me, as not in Love and Thunder. Yeah, barring that, this this one. Hello, my name's Korg. Don't be afraid of me. I'm, I'm the, the scissors. I'm in metal rocks, as you can see, but yep. don't let that intimidate you. 
You don't need to be afraid unless you made a scissors. Huh? Just a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. Dude, that's so good. <laughs> Brilliant. Just, he's very, he's a very minor character, but I think that he's so effective in the scenes that he is in, and I think that goes for many characters who are introduced. They don't have too much to do with the story, but they are excellent additions into this lore the characters, and they're all funny. Like, Taika Waititi, for better or worse, is great at writing funny characters. It's just, I don't know, they too much of it overstays their welcome, and that comes in Love and Thunder. But here, you don't, you don't get any of that. It's a very tight movie. This movie, I guess, I don't even think it's two hours long. I, I believe it's 10, I think. Oh, is it? I thought it was 158. 210. My bad. My information is completely invalid. Completely Disregard garbage. everything I have said. Oh my goodness! I just Love and Thunder was one fifty. Let me just stop the recording right Love now. Love and Thunder. That's what I'm thinking of. That's one fifty. Wrap it up. Thor was uh, one fifty five. Dark World was one fifty two. So this is the longest Thor movie, actually. So oh, you're wow. like the worst. You were the most wrong. Jeez, I was you're just the worst, man. So this wrong. is actually the longest movie in all of MCU in the entire world. What? This is the longest movie ever made. <laughs> Hold on. I, yeah, I just overall some issues that may take away from what is maybe one of the best mcu entries so far but before we get into our ranking i want to talk about favorite character first because there's a lot of them in this movie a lot of returning characters a lot of new characters and i'm going to throw this one to mr micah first you always go to me micah I mean, not always remember that i don't remember don't throw it to me favorite. i can throw it to each yeah y'all suck i'm taking loki come oh. on come on you can't give me that it's first pick it's just because loki's out season two uh pff, no way two dropping later tonight uh it just dropped five just dropped ago. at the time of this recording mm. oh boy let's stop the recording uh no loki i love what tom Hiddleston brings to the role and this is like he is just at his peak he right now because place. this is when he truly makes the shift from uh villain to that anti-hero that we all like because he's he's part of the Revengers. He is. And yeah. that is so fun to see. Just him being a good guy. He's he's still, you know, playing tricks on Thor. But end of the day, I think he's very rootable in this movie. And he's he's very fun to watch because he he gets he gets what he wants. He gets that throne for a little bit, and you see what he turns Asgard into. It's a memorial of him. You know, he he he's, he loves himself, but you know what? I love watching him. Yeah, because he's just so fun. He's just a fun character, and testament to one of the few things that we could still grab onto today in the MCU that is still so great. Yep, great plug. Still Loki, definitely a great character. Micah, I'm gonna say. We'll say Grandmaster, because I just really adored Jeff Goldblum in this movie. I loved uh, every single line that he said was just so laughable. It was so creative. He was the best improver on set by far. And uh, you can definitely tell that he outshines the rest when it's an unscripted scene. Mm. You have been pardoned from life. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, that's so good. See ya. <laughs> See you later. See ya, chump. Grandmaster's a great one. I am going to go with Thor mm -hmm. for sure. I'm really glad somebody went with Thor if for sure. You're not going to go. I think I've gone with, I think Thor's been a, a staple and a favorite in all of them. But this one, even though he is very jokey and some of his jokes don't land, I think most of what is done with his character is 
absolutely fantastic. I and where he goes, I say in Infinity War, this builds to I think the best Thor performance. But I'll get in more into that when that day comes, and it's slowly approaching, Two weeks, guys. Man, slowly approaching. Two weeks away. I just, oof, man, Good. I, just to think that next week I will have the opportunity to watch Thor Ragnarok is, or Avengers: Infinity War is something that I am as a part of the marathon because we as always have the ability to watch it. Yes, but I've, I've but we have a contractual out. obligation to yes. watch it. Coming yes, up. we do. Yeah. Favorite scene, gentlemen. I know my favorite scene. Go ahead, Micah. Heimdall's introduction mm. is so good. I love his swordplay. I love how he just swift just gets it. So good. Dude, I love the uh, the whole scene. I brought it up earlier, but with the uh, Heimdall, let me see, and then I can see you, but you're far away. I can see you, but you're far away. Yeah, that's good, dude. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest. MCU sins. We talk about every movie. I should but, have called Heimdall my but favorite. But they had movie. Idris Elba playing literally one of the coolest characters. Second coolest that he's yeah. ever played. And you, Knuckles. Right. In right. Sonic 2. No, no. He played that guy in uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. we, can't, we can't forget about that. Peak. Oh, man. Remember he was like talking to Ghost Rider. He's like, you gotta, you gotta go get communion and be pardoned for your sin. <laughs> oh, man. And then he'd go in and pease fire. <laughs> Good movie. Go listen to that podcast. Yeah, we, we have been short through some But movies. no, Idris Elba, they had an A-tier actor. That's the thing. You already have an all-star cast from the first two Thor movies. You didn't need to go and bring in it. You did. It's great. It's fine. Whatever. But, I mean... Imagine a movie without these characters. Imagine a movie on Asgard starring the Warriors 3, Lady Sif, mm-hmm. Heimdall, and Thor. That is five characters right there who beef up their screen time, right. beef up the story, right. and hell is much more of a threat. And Add Loki you into could the mix. really focus on that Asgard story. Come on. Uh, there's that, your that's story. A, yeah. Yeah. There man. it is. Ooh. We figured it Ooh. out. Missed good, opportunity. Good thing you said that right before we did scores, because that'll change some things. Ooh. Ooh. Well, let's get there. Ethan, favorite scene. Favorite scene. I gotta go. The scene when he's talking to is his he's talking to Odin. Like, are you Thor? God of Hammers? Mm. No. He's Thor. He's Thor, God of Thunder. Now, that scene, the dream scene, is great. I have never I want to get your guys' take on this. What do you think about the needle drop when he first starts doing that? Do you like that needle oh, drop? The immigrant song? Yes. Uh, when when he goes absolutely ham do, on the... See, I, I've never I never thought that song fit for that moment. I've never liked that song there. I really? think They're yeah, going for a, a it, Shrek 2. It doesn't vibe. feel right to me. The, R- dude, the, the song choice. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the song. Much. I disagree. Like, dude, when he when he gets it, he gets the hammer, the lightning uh-huh. bolt, kills, yeah. uh, takes down Hella, and he goes ham on the army yeah. with that song. That, that's why I asked and because he bestows upon because the I army know, the power of Thor, and then yes, sends him out. Love it. I love it. <laughs> no, but I really like that scene of him talking to Odin, and yeah, kind of the match cut of how it mirrors like Odin's death, and the, those are the scenes that bring this movie back to where it needed to be, where. Love and Thunder doesn't have scenes like that. Yeah, yeah. Even when they're talking with Thor and Odin and Loki in the beginning, 
and he as Odin is talking Thor looks at Loki and he's like release your magic brother and and Loki just looks at him he's like this isn't me and those it's little lines it's so one cool. of those very serious scenes no jokes whatsoever right. and Asgard is not a place it's a people look at this place and it's just the music Listen, I'm and gonna that, talk that about music more here. to that Asgardian side of the dark the darker yes. side of the story. Which could have been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I wanna talk about music here before I talk about my favorite scene, because Mark Mothersbaugh, who did the score for Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, hey he is fantastic. Thor's music has always been good, however, it's always been inconsistent. This movie has another new it's not really a Thor theme, it's more of a Revengers theme. Dun, 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 dun. But there it's it's fantastic. Grandmaster's jam session is another highlight of the movie, as well as Twilight of the Gods. Twilight of the Gods, this uh soundtrack was released before the film, mm. and I listened to the whole thing and was blown away by mm. I, I just couldn't wait to go to the movie to hear it. But it's one of the best MCU, honestly, the best really scores like it, yeah. in this Marvel Marathon. It's one of the best to listen back to. I think he did a great job on uh, on the score for this movie, but the score has nothing to do actually with my favorite scene. And uh, my favorite scene actually has to do between Thor and Loki. Another one mm. of the only serious scenes in the movie and is actually the elevator ride up to the, the thing. And they're talking about where they're at in life. At the end of the day, you're you and I'm me and I can't change that. And, and Loki is sitting there. You can see he's thinking about what Thor is saying. The gears are starting to turn in his brain. You know, what I'm saying, brother, is you'll always be the god of mischief. But you can be more. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And you can see it turn. I mean, that's that's kind of where they're going with the Loki character. But I love what happens at the beginning of the conversation. And it's quiet. And Thor just kind of says looking forlorn into the you know into the cities like loki i thought the world of you and you can see loki's gaze change from you know oh whatever this is just a conversation with my brother and he looks at him and he starts to really listen to that what thor great. has to say love that scene mm -hmm. it's without a doubt my favorite scene between two veteran mcu actors who've been doing this for six years together back and forth since the first thor movie and i love it Love it. Got to go with that as my favorite scene mm. in this movie. Um, before we get into scores, uh, money-wise, how did Thor Ragnarok do? Budget was $180 million. It was the most profitable Thor movie mm. ever, even with Love and Thunder included. Uh, it made $850 million. Mm. Love and Thunder made 760 so quite a drop-off. Then Dark World made a uh, third as much, $644 million. And then uh, Thor 1 made $449 million. So it's sitting up there with, like, Guardians 3, the Raimi trilogy, uh, Guardians 2, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, they're all... It, it, it made a lot of money. A lot of money. No Oscar nominations, nothing like that. But still, solid. Solid from them. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hear the online scores? Yes. Let's all go right. through those. So... Uh, we have the Rotten Tomatoes critic score, gave it a 93. Audience was an 87. Metacritic was a 74. Metacritic uh, user score was a 7.7. .7. IMDb was a 7.9. Letterboxd was a 3.9 mm. out of 5, averaging out to an 8.1 out of 10. Wow. 8.1. Giving it 
a ranking of 12th place. As far as internet goes, right? As far as internet goes, mm. 12th place. Not bad. Uh, just above Big Hero 6, according to the internet. Ooh. But the one that matters a little you more know, than that. We don't care about that. The Hollywood that Reporter oh, ranking, yeah. infamous. Uh, as, as you may or may not know, this was the worst list we've ever found online. Um, one of very few that I've actually found that are complete with many of the same movies that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, is this better or worse than No Way Home? They put this better. They put this better than No Way Home, I think. You guys think this is better or worse than No Way Home? I think No Way Home is better. Yeah. But the list, but, it's about what they do. Yeah, they think... They think... Uh, they they think this is better than No Way Home. They put No Way Home one place above oh. Ragnarok. Okay. But yeah. what, what place is that? 25th place for Ragnarok. 25th. So oh. uh, getting close to the bottom okay, half, but you not know quite what? Actually, there. Actually, I don't... That, I this don't is not a that. bad spot for uh, for what we see here in uh, Thor Ragnarok. I feel this is a, a where I would put it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Revealing your thoughts a little earlier. Not, not, I wouldn't put it just below No Way Home. Oh my gosh. But um, like in the space, in the relative, in the grand scheme of the, the multi-list. Well, Micah, since you're so confident, why don't you give your <laughs> score? Dude, so, let's Thor, hear it. Thor Ragnarok, while it was an enjoyable ride, it felt like eating candy. Uh, not sustainable in the long run. You can't mm. live off of movies like this. Good analogy. Uh, there I like are, that. It's not one you can watch all the time. It may be a, a roller coaster, as Scorsese put it. But mm. there are many great uh, shots in this movie that really make up for uh, a lot of my score today. And with that, I just have to give it a 7.3 out of 10. Whoa, 7.3. 7.3. I would totally watch this again. Uh, would I watch it? Like, would I recommend it? I would say, yeah, you could watch it, but is it going to be... Would I Would I put this in my top 10? I don't think so. So where does this rank as far as your Thor film goes? Thor's all the movies you've Second seen. Second best uh, for me. So Thor 1 was an 8.6 for me. Wow. Thor Dark World was a 6.6, and Ragnarok is a 7.6. So you can confidently say... Micah, Thor one was you like Thor. I loved Thor one. I feel it is such a unique movie. Uh, just looking back on on, we were spoiled early on, and we didn't we didn't get we didn't, we didn't appreciate it. okay okay the quality that Thor one was. Huh. It was just too early, before its time. Okay, if I Thor like came out today and it was the the first Thor movie, like ever, first instance we see of Thor, I feel like a lot of people would have really loved that movie. Mm. Okay. They would have appreciated it a lot more, mm. especially if it came out like today. I gotta say, the same movie. A seven point three is surprising. That is surprising. Pretty That's low. pretty low. But I'm remember, not I wasn't super super hot on no. this the first time I watched no. it. I was like, okay, yeah, it was a, it I was just, a great movie. And I've seen it. I think I've seen this movie four or five times now. So it's one of the movies I've seen more than more than a few. Uh, definitely one of the movies on this list I've seen uh, the most. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, okay. That's all I got to say. Okay. This is also the last movie of 2017. Yes, it is. So we'll have a, we'll have a, a ranking and we can also rank the Thor the trilogy. trilogy as yeah. Well. The only ones that count, uh, <laughs> Mr. Wensloff. Oh yeah. So I think there are benefits and negatives to how we do this. 
you know, our podcast because it is so fun to watch a movie one by one in this weekly format that we've been doing because I've been able to appreciate films that I never appreciated before. And that was Thor one, much like Michael was talking about, but then also doing this format, I see flaws in movies that I never saw before also. And for me, that was Thor Ragnarok where I do think that this is a super fun movie. I think it's a great time. Um, the humor, a lot of the humor doesn't work for me as much as it does for you guys. I, but I've, I've noticed that along our marathon, we're a little different when it comes to humor. I'm a little more advanced, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Taika, Taika oh, I love what Taika Batiti brings to the film because you feel like, man, he, he does, he pumps it with excitement and juice that it definitely needed. But then we kind of talked about it and we learned it through the course of this podcast. You have two different movies here and they don't mesh. I think if we had the the fun space adventure one as one movie and then the fall of Asgard is another movie, both those on their own, if written right, would be very, very good films. Yes. But together, like you said, the humor, the weight of what is happening doesn't work with the humor that is presented because we, we see James Gunn do it so masterfully where his movies are funny as heck. Guardians 2, really funny movie. But end of the day... I'm shedding tears over yep. Yondu mm-hmm. and I feel the weight of that. And it is so good. I, I don't shed tears watching Thor Ragnarok and I want to because so much is happening. There's so much loss to this character. Thor, Thor is a, our big three now, you know, he's yeah. a big three in the MCU. And now we're at a point where when the, the next Thor appearance happens, it better be good because I don't really, I'm not, it's not an automatic win for me. Maybe Loki, maybe he comes in Loki. Who knows? But uh, yep. yeah, I like this movie. I don't love it. Micah, I'm going to ask you, what did I What did I give the first Thor? Thor 1, 7.5, Dark World, a 6. Okay. So I want to go. I did not think I would go this low, but I'll go 7.4 Wow, for Thor Ragnarok. Right right next to you. Like, Dang. this is still a very good movie, right? I don't want to. I'm not hating on Taika Waititi. He's a very good director, and you definitely see the 80% improv that he brings to this movie. It's really good. But I think it also takes away from, like we are saying, the world building of Thor 1. The Lord of the Ring-esque mm-hmm. vibes you got from yeah. the Asgard side of that. And the character of Odin in that first one. The arc of Thor in that first one. The the Loki aspect of that first one. I mean, Loki gets more screen time in this and he's more fun to watch. But just just rewatch, rewatch the first Thor. Yeah. Also, I, I take it back what I said about the screenplay. Uh, there are no writing credits for the screenplay. So I guess it was just <laughs> the writers. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Whoops. There was no screenplay for <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. So definitely a studio. I love the... They had a lot that needed to get set up for Endgame and a lot that they just didn't know what was going to happen. So they were like, all right, we know kind even, of what we want. Even this in that be. opening line, it's like, I traveled the cosmos looking for these infinity stones. And you're like, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. There's a lot right there. I didn't just know gonna you gloss were over. doing that. Hold yeah. On. yeah, you were looking for them too. <laughs> what? The fake gauntlet and and so in Odin's vault. Yeah, Dang. what the heck? So a seven point four and a seven point three. Yeah, like I said, it. This movie expose this marathon exposes cracks where I didn't see cracks before. Yeah, definitely. And not just like seven point four is still a very generous score. That's, yeah, you see a lot of cracks. True, in this. but. Just one when big it, green it, one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
well, when it comes to your scores versus the internet, I mean, this is these are pretty steep drops, I would say. Yeah. Internet, a lot of people really like this movie. Nine, nine or higher. And, and I still don't say I hate it. Yeah. It's a really fun movie. Yeah, yeah I'd watch this. I mean, I've, I've watched it, what, five times? This is, more, like I said, more than a lot of these movies. Yeah. I Okay. That's interesting. Ben, do you want to know your scores? Do you remember Yeah. That? Eight I, and a half for Thor. Definitely. Seven for Dark World. Yeah. Seven and, an, okay. I, I know where I'm going to put it. I, I ranked it right after I saw it. I knew exactly where I was going to put it. Um, I love that you make the comparison between the Guardians, how well a story and a good director can balance a humor versus an emotional story. Because I do want to feel for this movie, but I can't because way too much humor versus a serious tone. Though there are serious scenes that hit very well. And there's a lot actually to this movie that I really, really like. I would say I'm way more positive on this movie than I am negative. It's just that those negatives stand out. And this is also the very first movie where I would say that MCU humor really bogs it down. Now, here's the thing. The only thing I will say, the caveat, is that most of the humor really works yeah. even to this day funny. i love the, the the joke about the snake how when thor and loki were kids ugh, he stabbed me you know like that hilarious that everything between bruce banner and thor as a comedy this works like a charm it's just that it's contrasting itself with the fall of asgard and ragnarok and it's the closer of a trilogy and it's the yeah. closer of a trilogy now a lot of this is to set up endgame and infinity war and where the characters are going to go so i can understand that i mean you don't really close out a trilogy that well in the MCU. It's just not. You're not going to get a very definitive ending. But you do look for a culmination of events, and Asgard being destroyed is definitely a pretty significant one. Uh, I also want to say, shout out real quick, uh, Stanley cameo, one of the best. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Might be good. nice, sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please don't cut my hair. Very good. <laughs> Very good scene. Thor's look, though, in this movie. Oh, great, great look. Looking clean. Yeah. Man. Looking clean. He's a good looking dude. You get to dude. see the, the actual god powers when he destroys Hulk in the arena. Action Love scenes. That scene. Yeah. Action scenes. That's fine. Fantastic. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The yeah. opening action sequence with the dragon in hell like that. Come on. That's really that's Pretty really sick. sick. I like that, too. I am I would say I'm hotter on this than both of you guys. I'm going to go with an eight okay. Um, for Thor Ragnarok. I still there was times. And even if you go back and watch my MCU ranked where this would be in my top five uh, for MCU films. Um, I don't even think this broke my top 10 when I mm. personally have this as my ranking for my personal scores. I think this is at 12 or 13, if I remember correctly. And I can say definitively that the first Thor is the best. Mm. The first Thor is the best, and I don't know if it'll be beat. I think we all, our scores all yeah. reflect that, that yeah. we really, we like Thor 1. Yep. Which I mean, yeah. I, it wasn't place for you, man. Right? It wasn't until yeah. I watched it for this ranking, for the marathon. We have a podcast. Go listen to our Thor One podcast. Yep. That I really found an appreciation that I never had for it. Yes, it is fantastic. So unfortunately, guys, uh, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance is now pushed down to forty seventh place. Oh! <laughs> Every week, Dang. it just keeps going down. Uh, but Thor Ragnarok uh, with. Ethan, with your score of a 7.4, Ben, with your score of an 8, and me with my score of a 7.3, we have an average of 
7.56. I like that. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a 7.53. And X-Men 2 was a 7.5. Spider-Man Homecoming, last week's episode, was Mm. a 7.76. Check that out. Um, But yeah. It was uh, 17th place, guys. Okay. Wow. This, 17th, is this movie? Wow. 17th place. Thor 1 was 14th place. So Thor 1 is better. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, Thor 1, we gave an 8.2. This one, we gave a 7.56. Good. Wow. I'm glad. So very, uh, very close. It kicked X-Men Apocalypse out of the top 20. So sad. Oh. Um, um, but yeah. Don't care. X-Men What's The place? Last Stand is now kicked out of the top 30. Do you want to quickly remind us what our top five looks top like? Top five, Winter Soldier, Logan, Civil War, The Avengers, Guardians 2. Guardians 2? And then I do want to mention Days of Future Past is sixth. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 is seventh. Guardians of the Galaxy is eight. Iron Man is nine. Doctor Strange is ten. Isn't it amazing how we can have Doctor ten movies Strange. that are just bangers? <laughs> Doctor Strange is in the top That's ten? That's crazy. Doctor Strange is high. What is 11? Iron Man 3. Okay. Then yeah. Age of Ultron. Then First Avenger, then Thor, then Spider-Man, oh, Raimi, then Homecoming, then Ragnarok. Mm. Since we're there anyway, might as yeah, well right. list the rest of it. Yeah, right. right. Okay, all right. The next so, two for 19th place. Remind Spider-Man me again what yeah. score Thor Ragnarok has. 7.56. Uh, and our, our series ranking, with Thor being an 8.2, Dark World being a 6.5, and Ragnarok being a 7.5, our average is 7.4. For the trilogy. For the trilogy. Putting it just above the X Beginnings trilogy, just below the Wolverine trilogy. Uh, that is one, two, three, four, fifth place. Ooh. And uh, this is also rounding out 2017 with uh, an 8.6 for the average, making it our best year yet. Wow. Isn't that 2017? crazy? 2017? Oh, we had Guardians 2, we had Logan. Guardians, Logan, Homecoming, Ragnarok. All uh, pretty solid movies. solid year. That's yeah. true. That yeah. is true. Second place is 2014 with an 8.4. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. And then 2016 and third. Oh. Pretty good. So if that rounds out 2017, I assume we only have an epic action-packed 2018 Guys, up. 2018 is packed. Black Panther, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom, into the Spider Verse. Yes. Oh man! Yeah. Holy cow! Rounding out the year, dude. Why do I forget about those movies on this marathon? We get to watch peak. I guess, dude. They really are in a league of their own. I just, oh man, that 2018 is going to be a good year. It is the most movies in a year uh, that we have ever gotten. This is that dope. we ever will this get. Is, probably this is it, man. Six movies in one year. That's good stuff. That is good stuff, man. So Black Panther is next week. That's right. Is that right? Black okay. Panther is up next. This is a movie that I have only seen once. Mm. Um, it was. It started off as a folding my laundry movie, much like Doctor Strange and uh, Solo as well. It was one of those movies. And then I quickly became consumed in it. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, we're definitely going to talk about it tomorrow being five years removed or six years removed, something like that. Five years. We've got, we've, there's, there's definitely half. some time between this and when it came out. We're mm-hmm. going to definitely talk about that. Also, with Black Panther being a Best Picture, was it nominee? Oh, my goodness, or yes, Or Best it Picture was. winner? It, no, it didn't it win. It didn't win. No, no, nominee. No way. Oh, nominee. It was the Green Book, I think, that won that yeah. year, which was definitely... Black Panther definitely nominated deserving. for Best Picture, Best Original Song, Best Sound Mixing, Best Sound Editing, 
won best costume design, mm. best original score, and best product Ooh. production design. It no Marvel movie has come close to Black Panther in the Oscars. Man, holy cow! Spider Man Two week? got yeah. best visual effects. Doctor Strange got. Oh uh, wait, no, no. Big Hero Six won best animated feature. Those are the only other Oscars. Big Hero won. Oh, and then uh, in the Spider Verse won best animated. I digress. Feature. I have many issues with the Academy Awards. Let me just say that right now. But we're going to get into that. That's a conversation for next yes, week. Can't wait. This week, Thor 7.56. It is number 17 on our list. Tune it in is... next week for three white dudes talking about Black Panther. Totally deserving. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now. Hey, listen, I've definitely got my thoughts on the movie of Black Panther. I can't wait right? to watch it again. Yeah, I am too. I... And we're busting into the Phase 3 Part 2 box set. Oh, Your 4K yeah, box set. Let me tell you right now. I am very excited for what is to come because we're we're knocking on the doorstep of Infinity War, a movie that we have been building towards for quite some time. Nothing against Black Panther, but Infinity War, that's where the hype is. Where and is that's that? where that's where I'm at right now. I'm certainly feeling it after this movie. Uh end credit scene has Thor and Loki talking about whether it's a good idea to go back to Earth and what's the worst that could happen. Yeah. Well, the worst that could happen is Thanos, Thanos can coming. pull up and absolutely Thanos. wreck everything. Ooh. So I had to watch. I had to sit down and watch the Infinity War trailer yeah. that came out after a month after this movie premiered. The Infinity War trailers were something else back in the day, and you know, just hearing Thanos' voice, dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Ooh. It got me hyped, man. It got uh, me hyped. So I'm greatly looking forward to that. But look forward to Black Panther next week. Otherwise, this is Ben Rayside. I am Thor, son of Odin. I am Micah, son of a, a podcast. Uh, <laughs> son signing of a man. off. We all hope you all have an absolutely <laughs> fantastic day.